Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock, taking your computer calls, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. I know it's a sunny day in, in Connecticut, a rare sunny day. Um, but thankfully, it was cloudy yesterday, so the groundhog did not see his shadow. So we're not going to have any more winter, right, Dennis? Well, that that's what the groundhog said, and I'm counting on it. That's the theory. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Get online, 860-522-9842 is the number. We are also broadcasting again on the old Facebooks. Uh, we're not on WTICs because we technically are not employees, but we just put it over at the... Uh, Computer Talk with Tab listener forum. So if you go to that, uh, if you want to join that group, uh, the broadcast is over there. Uh, maybe someday we'll be able to get a login for the WTIC Facebook page, but I think Odyssey's got other things to deal with, so <laughs> we'll worry about that some other time. Um, but as usual in customary, Dennis, uh, we talk about technology news that people can use or maybe not use and just explain <laughs> to them what's going on out there. But what's well, going on? This one, this story is fairly creepy. Ah, All right. We love creepy. And it comes from our favorite crew up in Redmond, Washington, known as Microsoft. All those guys. Yeah. This is uh, by a reporter from The Verge, who's Mm -hmm. a a pretty good uh, tech news site. Right. Um, The reporter applied a Windows update to his computer. Sure, like we all have to do it from time to time. Rebooted it. Mm -hmm. Like we all have to do it from time to time. Right. And when it came back up and he logged in, Mm -hmm. Edge came up. Now- the Edge browser is on his computer, yeah. but Chrome is his default browser. Interesting. And it's not normal behavior for your browser to start up anyway when you log in. You just get the desktop usually, right? Right. Okay. So Edge decided to come up on its own. Yeah, and it came up on its own and it offered to make it his uh, default. default browser. Do you want to use this? Do you want to sync? It, yeah. Right. It did a big sell job. But what it also did... Yeah. It displayed all of the tabs that he had had open in Chrome hmm. when the computer rebooted to apply the update. That is just creepy. so Edge at startup right read what he had been browsing in Chrome mm-hmm. on the computer and then showed it to him. Wow! 
as a way of saying, see, look at what I can do. Yeah, exactly. I look. can take your data and exploit it for my own use. Yeah. That's now, awful. that's going to that's gonna make you want to use Edge? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. No. Wow. Um, wow, Microsoft. But it's not just him now. A lot of other people are reporting that behavior. Right. I haven't seen it. No. But... And I don't think I don't think I bumped into it among the uh, tab client base either. But then again, maybe we haven't all gotten the same updates that this guy got. Yeah, I mean, what's what are they thinking? I mean, it's enough is enough. We just want to use your darn operating system so we can actually get something done. And you're so desperate for our data, you're going to literally <sighs> co-opt it from the other browser and then display it and say, look, I, you can use me too, you know, I'm just as good as those guys. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, wow. <laughs> well, here's what the thing. What kind of inferiority complex? That, I mean, jeez. The thing that really I wonder is what kind, kind of car of... they drive. <laughs> <laughs> What's really irksome is there are supposed to be controls in Edge yeah. that you, as the user, set to mm. decide how much it's going to get from other things on your computer or your internet history. Yeah, okay. You're supposed to be able to control that stuff. Mm. Yes, will be well, nice. Well, now it just went and got Take what it. it felt like, and it didn't even ask. I know. And you can't, tr you <laughs> can't trust So now them. you're going to start using Edge and then right. set the preferences that you want, right? How are they going to be kept? How is it going to honor them? No, you can't trust them. You can't trust it anymore. No. Could you ever really? <laughs> Come on. I don't well, think that's so. yeah. <laughs> so here's here's some uh, some news for you. So the U.S. has identified and sanctioned Iranians behind water facility hacks. The the, the Treasury Department says six whole officials with Iran's Republican Revolutionary Guard are behind the hacking of the water treatment facilities in the U.S. And so they got into the SCADA systems and tried to. You know, you know, dump a bunch of stuff into the uh, into the system, which of course they really don't have the ability to do. Right. Um, but they went ahead and <laughs> they sanctioned these guys and said, "You guys can no longer buy anything from America." Well, I thought Iran was already under a whole lot of sanctions. I guess this applies to them as individuals. Exactly. I don't know. Right, but how? What, so, yeah. I mean, I guess if they come across the southern border, they won't be able to get a slurpee. Uh, but uh, it is a whole—that's a whole other issue. But the whole thing—it's just ridiculous, right? Yeah. So we we go ahead and we sanction these six guys and said, "You guys, you know, you shouldn't have done that, and we're going to sanction you. So if we ever if we ever catch you on our lawn, you're going to be uh, we're going to be arrested." Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> It's it's just silly. Um, we'll, we'll 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 put a link up here for you. Thank you, U.S. Treasury, for scaring the the heck out of the Iranian hackers. I'm sure they're shaking in their boots um, well, for those sanctions. Well, if it gets some of these water utilities to secure their systems, well, that'd be nice. That would be fine if that's what this whole news story is intended to do. Maybe right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, water, water <laughs> systems, most of them are not going to have enough of anything connected to the system in order to actually harm us. Right. Um, you know, you can't dump enough fluoride into the system or enough chlorine or whatever you want to put into it to harm generally the, the you know, the, the folks drinking Well, the yeah, because all of those systems have mechanical limitations on them. Right. Well, the only thing they could do is what they did in Flint, where they messed with the the uh, chemical nature of the water to actually then release the, there's like a film that was on the pipes that were lead. 
And when they changed the chemistry of those, that water that allowed well, yeah, the, they, that they led took to the water in. from the Flint River and yeah, and yeah. it had reactants in there that released that film. Yeah, so change your pipes out and you'd be okay. <laughs> uh, so, but we actually have a story about that, right? As far as uh, what's going on with the FBI and what they did with the firewalls that kind of they tried to get involved with protecting our infrastructure recently. Yes, they what they did is they uh, they got a, they actually went tracked a particular uh, rogue agent that was you know operating a, a bot, right? And the bot was dependent on. A lot of home and home office routers, right? Which or you, small office routers, which you might find in water systems. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they got a warrant from the federal uh, courts, yeah. and they went in and ripped out the malware on all these routers. Right. So they went and asked the courts, "Hey, is it okay to go ahead and not tell these folks that I'm doing it? I'm going to do it anyways." Right. The court says, "Yep, go ahead and do it." Mm-hmm. And they protected us again from ourselves. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, again, so it's great that I think it's great that they're doing this to it to, yeah. to an extent. Um, they did it with uh, the Heffernum thing with the yeah, with servers. a lot of exchange servers. Yeah. So they did a lot of things to protect companies and, and organizations from that vulnerability, which, again, was a Microsoft vulnerability. Here they're protecting yeah. us from, a, you know, the Soho firewall vulnerabilities, typically Cisco, right? Uh, Cisco and Netgear and a couple other manufacturers are involved. It's actually uh, the the exploits actually differed between some different models and brands. Right. But this particular APT mm-hmm. or uh, persistent uh, persistent group was uh, exploiting that particular raft of uh, possible. Malware routes, and they right. had malware on these things, right? Which would have given them access to the yeah. network. So they, FBI went in, and the, and the feds went in, and ripped it out, and uh, quote unquote protected you. Now, keeping those old firewalls is a security risk. Um, if you have old Cisco firewalls, if you have the Soho type firewalls, you need no matter what kind of company you are, um, you need to upgrade to something more current. You know, uh, yeah. the next generation, the latest generation of firewalls. Uh, are going to do a much better job of protecting you. Now, can they be vulnerable too? Yep. Yeah. So even if we tell you to get a new firewall, that firewall as well, well can be vulnerable. That, that is an issue too. Yeah. You as a business owner can go out, get a Cisco router yeah. today, Right. put it in your network. Yeah. Tomorrow it's end of life and they will never update it. Right. You didn't even know. And they they even be sell their it. products right up to the day they end of life them. Right. Which is awful. And not even Microsoft will do that. Or Apple. Hmm. So what does that tell you about companies like that? Not good. The other thing that you have to be aware of, whether you like it or not, is today you you were fine, tomorrow you're not. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with all technology. Yeah. Whether you, you know, you know, I always, having a geek involved with your network is like a, one of those things that you just hope you never have to do. You just configure your, your system and set it and forget it. No. You need always need to be vigilant. You always need to be aware of what's going on. You always need to have proper security technologies in there. Um, you almost want to have a, tech, a, a situation where you haven't called your IT people because everything's going so well. Um, but you don't know what they're doing in the background to try to prevent all sorts of stuff from occurring because we're constantly dealing with whack-a-mole when it comes to the next vulnerability, whether it be even a latest firewall vulnerability or an old firewall vulnerability or, or, or a patch that hasn't happened or some zero day that nobody's aware of. So we're literally 
just waiting for that next thing to hit and uh, try to have enough stuff in place to mitigate it. And uh, you're just sitting there trying to run your company. Um, yeah. So it's it's a lot of work in the background for most geeks. That's why most of us don't look like we get any sleep. <laughs> true. Um, so we're gonna put up. Excuse me. We're gonna put a link up there for you guys to everything we talked about. And uh, we're we are broadcasting live over at the old Facebooks here. We're over at our Computer Talk with Tab Listener Network. If you want to be a part of that group, it's a private group. Just let us know you're interested, and we'll let you in. And you can check our broadcast there, ask questions, and what have you. And uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, so I know it's the first sunny day in a long time, but feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Green to grace our screens. Yeah. That's a good theme. And we are back. Feel free to get online. Four lines wide open. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we're here to help you out with your computer comments, questions, and concerns. Plenty of concerns when it comes to IT out there. So oh, tons. Feel free to get online and chat about whatever yours are. Uh, until you come online, we'll continue with some of our technology news you, we think you can use. <laughs> <laughs> so what else you got there, Dennis? Well, uh, one of our favorite uh, people in Washington, not that we have many, no. Uh, <laughs> Senator Ron Wyden. Yes. Um, who's been a, a real advocate for privacy and, and uh, you know, just generally having a better data infrastructure than we do have. Yeah. Um, he found out from the National Security Agency right. that they have been buying up data on Americans right. from third-party data brokers. Yeah, marketing companies. Right. And they've just been scarfing it up. Yeah, I wonder what, I wonder what Dennis is into. Uh, yeah, where, where is he surfing? Where, what kind of websites is he going yeah, to? And, yeah, and one of the issues here is that it's kind of a legal gray area. Is it? Because it's legal for anybody to go buy this data. Right. You can do it. I can do it. Anybody can do it. Yeah. You can, if you just pay the money to the right company, you'll get it. Right. The question is whether or not the government should be doing it on their own without a warrant or even uh, issuing a national security letter or even something as small as that. Yeah. They're just doing gathering it. up the data. Right. Hmm. Vacuuming it up, doing whatever they want with it. And who knows what that is? Right. Not that you're doing anything wrong with whatever you're doing on the internet that they're interested that you're fine to find out what you're doing. Oh. Right. No. <laughs> See, that's Me? The, yeah. Do anything wrong no, on the internet? No, oh, no, are you kidding? Not you, Dennis. So I mean, that's right. I mean, hmm. they can get at it. It's readily available. They're just using a tool, you know, that's just sitting there waiting for them to to use. Why they wouldn't just tell people they're doing it uh, and say, "Hey, we're going to use this as part of our our repertoire to make sure we know what, what's going on," you know, check on the uh, citizenry, as it were. Um, but the the ironic part of it is now you've got you know the ring doorbells right so we oh, had a story yeah. I think recently where the, the police no longer are going to be get, get, getting Correct. that data from ring ring has Amazon. finally closed the door to the law enforcement portal that they right had allowed uh, pretty much to. any any law enforcement agency in the U S to get in right and you have some some countries I think it's Canada sadly that if you happen to have somebody steal something off your own porch. 
Mm-hmm. You can't post that video of the perps because it's something that is against their constitutional rights as criminals. It's <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's, we're going off that's the deep like, end on the other that's end. It's mind blowing right there. But yeah, don't no, don't post any pictures of those guys stealing from you. It'd be really embarrassing for them. Um, <laughs> and being that we're Canadians, we really don't want them to feel any kind of embarrassment. Um, I don't know what's going on out there, but the world is crazy. I just see Charlton Heston, you know, in my head, you know, oh. in Planet of the Apes. You know, it's just mad, mad, whatever, <laughs> madhouse. It's a madhouse. He's not wrong. Um, so here we are. I asked you guys for calls, and all of a sudden, five calls came up. <laughs> so, Dennis, we have something to do here. Yay! Yeah, let's get to your calls. Um, let's go on. Who's been on the longest? We're going to go to Bob and Hebron, who came in first. Good morning, Bob. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, I, uh, I'm, ca- I'm calling about something that uh, I've heard you uh, discuss before. All right. But it's uh, about right now uh, I have uh, Internet phone uh, from um, Frontier, and it's being uh, piped through my uh, copper wire at, uh, in my house. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm still paying uh, a nice uh, fee for it every month. Yeah. And uh, so I'd like to make the move and uh, get, um, I think that you were recommending uh, UMA. UMA, as, uh, yeah. As, as the best way to go. Yeah, it's a great way to go. We've had, you yeah. know, I think they still offer the same deal where all you do is pay for the taxes and the line's free. Yeah. So you just go ahead and purchase the UMA devices. Migrate your number over to UMA, and then you're no longer going to— you don't, you don't even have to tell Frontier, because once the number is ported away, they can't bill you for it anymore. Right. So they just lose that revenue. You, don't have, to, you don't have to tell Frontier. Oh, I thought, no. you, I thought you'd go to them first. And no, you go to them first. They're going to say, no, don't do that, Bob. We don't want you to do that. Here's our service. No, let, <laughs> let UMA do all the dirty work. They will swipe yeah. that number right out from under Frontier. Yeah. And they'll over. they'll do it happily for you. Oh no, kidding! So you yes. just uh, you just go to the store, you get the Uma box. Yeah. Uh, there's only one kind. Um, um, I'm not sure. I haven't looked lately. There's probably a couple of flavors. I, I think they have a couple of different devices, but there's one that's marketed for you know to create a home phone, and I believe it's one device that you can plug into it, and that's the basic thing that they've been selling ever since they started. Right. And then you buy the, okay. you know, you get your phones and you're good. Okay. And so, do you do, do you are you communicating with Uma? Is it all online or? You, yeah. Yeah. You just filling out a form, giving them the number you want to port over. They'll talk to you about timing and how long it takes. They have to they have to do their stuff in the background to secure the number, port it over to their system, and then your phone is live. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's I'll, easier I'll than it, it sounds. <laughs> it really is. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't make it sound easy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's easy, Bob. All uh, right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Our pleasure. Okay. All right. So long. Yep. Bye-bye. So we're going to be here until 11, and you guys all joined us, which is awesome. So John, Lou, Nancy, and another John, hang on. One line open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number, and we are broadcasting live. You can see a couple of pasty white computer geeks on your screen if you want to through our Facebook page over at the Computer Talk with Tab Listener Network. And Mike and Dennis are posting everything live as well to those pages, our website as well. So feel free to get online and don't have to look it up. It'll be there for you. We'll be right back. Yeah. Wow, what a great uh, childhood. We could listen to this all day. No, we can't do that. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna be here. We're gonna be here until eleven o'clock. The lines are all jammed up, and uh, let's get to your calls and uh, see what we can do. We're just Dennis and I were having a fun time with that last commercial. Um, <laughs> the certainty is really key for us. Uh, let's go to uh, Wallingford and John. Hey, John, what's happening? Hey, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. Um, yeah, I was listening to you earlier this morning, and uh, one of the things I've been trying to do is uh, looking to build up my uh, online security. Good. Um, just a regular homeowner, you know, I don't no business. Right. I called uh, a couple of places a few times. I've had people come over. I never really got the whole thing that I wanted done, which is to make sure I'm my online security is strong with passwords, email mm-hmm. accounts, uh, banking. Um, I do have a VPN. I'm not, I'm not sure how that really works, but I do yeah. have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- one of the things um, I've been trying to do is go on YouTube videos and mm-hmm. learn how to do some of these things. And basically, I got to the point where I just can't follow the yeah. whole process because there's cloud, there's the cloud, there's all these things I really don't have much knowledge of. So my question is basically, uh, is there – I'm not sure you can recommend people on the air or anything like that, but is there a company or – how would I go about hiring somebody to come here? and actually go through the whole process and even ask me questions that I don't even bring up So uh, as far as security goes. Yeah, I don't know that I would do that, John. Um, you you yeah. don't want to hire somebody and, and have them configure your passwords or your 2FA and, and your security in that way. Um, it's a little too personal. Um, I, I mean, well, there, there could be consultancies out there that do that, but I don't think I would yeah. go there. I would just tell you to start working on learning a little bit yourself 
the VPN is a good start, right? So there's a couple of snags of the VPN, but if you boot up your system and t- make sure your VPN is running constantly, now yeah, you're right. in- you're encrypted and you're coming out via Saskatchewan, right? Whoever knows where your actually your right, IP right. address is. Now you're encrypted, right. and anything you do on your on your system is encrypted as long as the VPN is smart enough not to use your local DNS. And that's a whole other issue. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> okay. All right. So I don't know. Is it using my local DNS? Or I don't know. I just, Different VPNs are better online, than others. I, I, I see the VPN, you know, um, acronym, the VPN word up, up on top of my screen showing that, you know, it's running. Up on top uh, of your I screen. Really know, I don't know what it's doing. Yeah. Hmm. Usually it's in your lower left, right-hand side of your system tray, not on top of your screen. If he has a Mac, it would be up on the when top. I'm looking at my, no, when I'm looking at my phone, it's up on the top. When I'm looking oh, at okay. my, uh, All right. okay. or my iPad. All right. I, you're right. When, when I'm on my laptop, it's down on the bottom. All right. So or, let, let's talk about some basic security. Yeah. Do you know how to um, yeah. configure OpenDNS? No. Okay. We have put numerous, numerous pages up there for that. So OpenDNS is, is your first start. You're going to configure OpenDNS. This is your, this is the thing you're going to learn how to do. Um, and once you do it, you're now going to be a, in, um, uh, in a more safe internet. You're not going to be able to go to the more malicious sites because the folks at Cisco are hopefully going to keep you away from that. And so you're going to configure OpenDNS on your firewall, and you're going to configure it on your workstations. And there's a way to test if it works. Right, so that, that's the beauty of it. it. You can actually test it, and you'll see if if it's if it's in place or not. Um, okay. It, once you do that, now you've now you've started the process of staying out of the bad neighborhoods of the internet. Step mm-hmm. two is on all of your all of your accounts. Make sure you're not using the same password. Right. And I, make sure. I've my passwords for that reason. Okay. Make sure they're they're okay. complicated, long, like past phrases. Yep. And then you want to use 2FA, multi-factor authentication, a second um, method of yep. when you log in, either you're either going to get a text or you're going to use the Authenticator app or you're going to yep. use a Yubico key, some second factor to say yeah, this I've is... Yeah, okay. I've got that. I've done that. I've done that too. And uh, right. now I'm watching YouTube videos and they're telling me that's no good. I should have like a key or something. To, you know, um, I forget the right word. But... A Yubico key. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we've talked about that too. So it's not that it's no good. Texting is not a, that the actual texts to your phone aren't that secure because the bad guys really go right to the source. Like if you were some ding dong with Bitcoin and you had a bunch yeah. of fake money in this this wallet, they literally go after you. It's called pig butchering, and right. um, they will go after you and steal your Bitcoin because it's just they're just going to go after the folks within the phone company to have them simjack you. Or, or like taking your SIM card away. Or Correct. Hij- yeah. Hijacking that. They yeah. hijack your phone number. In the same yeah. way we talk about hijacking the UMA right. recording. Right. That's It's, it's kind of the same process. Yeah. Not not legally the same, but right. it, functionally the same. So step one for you is to make sure you configure OpenDNS for your network. If you can do that, you've come down a safer, a safer route. Um, yes, the next step could be the Yubico key where you have to touch – you have to physically tap the key every time you log into your your accounts. That's really hard to replicate if you're a bad guy, right? They they're not going to be able to tap the key you're touching while you're logging into your account on the on the computer you're logging into. So it is a much more secure way of protecting your accounts. Those are the two primary ways. Um, okay. Additional secure. I mean, if you bring somebody in and say, "Hey, Joe, I want you to con- secure my network. Here are all my passwords. Yeah. Go ahead." 
I wouldn't do no, that. No, what if what if they what if I just said you know secure my network and then turn the turn the laptop around and I'll put my password in that they don't see. Yeah, I, I don't think you're going to get much for that. This is something you can do yourself. I mean, you can put your own deadbolt in your home. You can configure this type of stuff. Half of it really is just not, not being a dingling on the internet. You you shouldn't be downloading a bunch of apps. You shouldn't be trying to load free software when you should be paying for it. Uh, yeah. you, sh- you shouldn't be clicking on links within Reddit forums that say, here's how to fix this, and mm. who knows where you're going. Oh, yeah. Uh, e- even on YouTube, you, if there's links in those YouTubes, you can't trust them, even if the right. people I seem don't, I don't do nice. That. Yeah, I don't do that because I don't even know how to do that. But you mentioned uh, some about be careful on free apps. I, mean, is, I thought the app, Apple App Store was safe if you did it that way. If you go through the Apple App Store, it's more safe, and if you're mm. paying for it. But people, we've had examples on our show of, of like, university researchers, rather than paying for the actual software, downloading a hacked version of it with malware loaded in it, and then all of a sudden the entire university is ransomed just to save a few oh. bucks on the software. Yeah, it happens. So don't... Are you saying that Are you saying that every app I want to download I should be paying for? Or Every app that you are download you should be uh, skeptical of. Well, okay. the, the trick is to get it from whatever the app's legitimate source is right and there are you know free and open source apps with you know and those are fine too but you got to make sure you're getting it from the right place and and definitely if somebody's telling you oh here's a way to get this expensive software for free right stay away from that (laughs) oh yeah and and be and use less is more right the app on on the app store or even the google play store could be some sort of you know fun little sudoku app or whatever it might be but whatever thing you might be interested in put out by literally bad guys and the app store is not going to necessarily notice that and then in seven months the software is updated and it's now doing a banking it's bank it's stealing your banking credentials when you log online on your phone so just because you can do it on your phone, do you have to do it? Do you need that weather app? Do you need that whatever silly app you think you need? I would contend you don't. I would contend it's okay. more risky to load these apps on your on your system, no matter whether they're where they're from. It's better. Less is more. You know. Okay. Um, even my dehumidifier. I don't trust my dehumidifier. You know, it's a Chinese dehumidifier, and it wants to know where I'm. You know, when I'm home. Why does my dehumidifier want to know that? Or my sleep apnea machine. <laughs> Same thing, right? Why does it need to know, right? So you got you you got to be really. I mean, I'm ridiculously cynical when it comes to this stuff. You cannot trust anything, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's. Uh, well, well, let me ask you a quick question. How do you know? Uh, one of you mentioned that you know, make sure it's a legitimate app. How do you how do you know that? Like, it's coming from the. If it's on the app stores, stores, if it's on the app stores, it has a higher probability that it's legitimate until it's not. No. Okay. That's the thing, right? So again, do you really need whatever silly app you're putting on your phone? Less mm-hmm. is more. Um, when it comes, especially when you have it commingled with your life savings. Right. You know. Well, there's a, there's I mean there's banking apps. Right. right. That's that. I guess uh, got to really be careful on that one. But well, the banking app you you got to hope your bank is legit. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> so. there there's also things like Quicken. That will uh, hook into your bank accounts too, right. um, but uh-huh. that's a that's legitimate software, and it comes from a company called Intuit. Yeah. So if yeah, you're I not getting that. that from Intuit, you're not getting the right thing. Right. Now remember too, the bad guys are really not going to necessarily hack the apps. They're going to hack you, right? 
You talk about banks being legit. Silicon Valley Bank was voted from Forbes the best-run bank for five years before it wasn't. Um, but we won't go there. Uh, the bad guys are not going to hack the app. It's easier to hack you. It's easier to say, I'm going to send an email to everybody. I'm going to send a blast email out there about Vanguard or, or about Intuit or about Fidelity or about whatever. And um, if I'm a bad guy, I'm going to send the email out to say, your account has been compromised. Uh, and it's going to have Vanguard logos all over it. And it's going to say, you know, click here to confirm or to, to make sure your account is secure. It's just going to trick you into clicking on that link. And if you yep. do, and sadly enough, enough of you do, you put in your credentials, and before you know it, your life savings has been transferred into Bitcoin into China. Mm-hmm. And that's not okay. even anything other than just tricking you into giving up your stuff. So don't ever give up your password information, no matter what, who's asking for it. All right? right. I, I've even felt creepy by calling uh, Fidelity, and they've asked you questions. I'm like, wait a minute, why are you asking me that question? And then I'm calling them. <laughs> I, I am that cynical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my last question: Do you recommend email accounts like uh, that you uh, secure, like Proton yes. or something like that? We mm-hmm. all have that. Yes, we recommend Proton as a is a good. You need to upgrade your email from being some free thing from Hotmail or Gmail or whatever it might be to something paid. You ha- we have to take it more seriously. Our all our entire lives are connected to these email boxes, and you do it. You got your you're at snet.net, and that company hasn't existed for t- decades. <laughs> uh, right. You know, you got to get on these systems that are a little more real. So uh, now, how do I get in contact with Proton to, to sign to get that? Yeah, we'll put a link up there for you, but it's Proton. Yeah, we we have links on the website, and yeah. uh, Mike Geo posted in Facebook on the group. And you can get a free mailbox from them, but I would contend don't do that. Just go get the paid service, and then get their paid it's VPN. Not expensive. It's not. Yeah. It really isn't. It's a lot a lot so less expensive. I've, I've had a, I've had a number of people come. You know, Geek Squad number of people come here. I've already paid a lot of money mm. to try and get things set up. So. Uh, and you trust and you, you trusted them all, huh? Uh, well, they did turn the laptop to the to the side so I can put my password in, and all then right. I've changed them since then. All right, good. So. Okay, that's good. All right, John. Hope hope we've helped you. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Take care. Bye, bye, bye. It's a big question he's asking, and you yeah. just can't hire your some 16 year old to come and help you with your network, or even a quote unquote professional. Right. You know, I I don't know that there's a consultancy out there that makes any sense. We're gonna step out for a quick break. Lou, Nancy, and John, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Space, a final frontier. back these are the voyages of the this actual this actual line is now controversial it's five year mission really to explore mm. strange new how no man has gone before life. oh <laughs> uh, <sighs> it's an okay. inclusive man for crying right. out loud okay uh thank you for <laughs> being here uh lou nancy and john let's get to your calls we're gonna go to lou in simsbury next what's happening lou good morning morning um so I have some questions about defragmentation of hard drives yep. and backup utilities. Right. Um, I'm on a Mac, but I don't think the solutions are any different than Windows. Um, so I have a one terabyte hard drive, and I'm using the Apple Time Machine to back it up. Nice. Great. Um, so I have a couple external hard drives. Um the computer's been running slow lately, mm. and I called Apple support, and, you know, I, I really think the issue is more their operating system is just sucking up more and more power mm. as it boots up. Um, but 
my hard drive is about 80% full. Mm-hmm. Okay. So their recommendation was, well, you got to, you know, peel off some of this stuff, um, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I can get external hard drives, but now the time machine only backs up the hard, the boot, you know, yes. the main hard drive. It doesn't right. automatically back up external drives. Nope. Ah. So the question, I don't, like I said, I don't have any problem getting another hard drive or two or three, but I want the ability to back it up. Yeah. I don't want this stuff just hanging out there. Um, so that's question number one. Mm-hmm. Question number two is if my hard drive really is 80% full, should I defragment it to gain some speed, if you will? Uh, is that a thing? Well, number one, you're not going to defragment uh, an Apple uh, file system drive. Don't do that. Okay. Um, I don't even know if you can get a utility that will do it oh. um, because I it it's a it's a uh, file system that doesn't isn't really affected by fragmentation hmm. at least too much, okay. and it only affects certain people such as. Uh, uh, you know, video engineers that are developing uh, streamed a video that they're building up in a huge block on a drive somewhere, mm-hmm. and it gets temporarily written, and then it gets taken away once it's done. Once it's done compiling the video, right? And then in that case, sometimes you can have uh, problems that come around because of uh, fragmentation. Yep. But most of those. Uh, applications themselves will help you defragment. Um, what about the performance thing? Now, I mean, what I was going to ask you about your Mac is, do you have a uh, magnetic drive? Do you have what Apple calls a fusion drive? Or do so you I have, have, a, yeah, a I have a SSD? So I have a small fusion portion. Uh-huh. Um, it's a hybrid drive? Yeah. It's a, yeah. Okay. What you've got... What you've got is a problem, and I have the same issue with my Mac at home. And we see it in Windows PCs, And we too. see it in Windows PCs, too. It's a problem that happened because over time, the electronics in the hybrid drive controllers, um, and a fusion drive is a hybrid drive. It's just yeah. Apple's name for it. Mm-hmm. Um, those controllers lose track of what is where, and they begin going through a process of relocating data between the SSD portion of the drive and the magnetic, Mm -hmm. and they just keep trading data back and forth, and the drive ends up thrashing and consuming a lot of time. Right, slowing it down. And it slows the whole computer down because everything goes in and out through there. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a flaw in that particular type of thing. Yeah. And there really is no good fix for it other than to replace the drive with an SSD. So, and so adding it, a drive doesn't make sense. You would no, say replace the whole thing. I would. And because he because that drive he's got backed up on a time machine. Yeah. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. What he does is he back makes sure that the time machine backup is current. Yep. Shut down the Mac. Take the drive out that's there, the physical drive, put the SSD in, mm-hmm. and he should be able to run Time Machine and restore to it. And right. it should go. And it'll go fast. Now, the restore process will t- itself will take a long time. Yeah, you're yeah, talking right. hours and hours and hours. Right. So this is something you're going to want to do when you've got the time to wait. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but that should work for you. Okay. Um, that, that brings up another question. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Mac has USB 3 connections. Okay. Yeah. One of my backup drives is a USB 2. Mm-hmm. And I have a USB 3 powered hub. Mm-hmm. So my question really is, if the hub is 3, yep. but a 2 version device is connected to it, yep. does that downgrade the hub entirely? No. No. Only that, only that device? Yep. Only that port on the hub. Okay. All right. Because, tra- as you say, you know, if you got a lot of time, transfer speed is an issue. I mean, I, yeah, it would be. Um, fortunately, while you're using the computer and, you know, Time Machine is running in the background, um, it isn't even vacuuming up enough computing time right. where the speed matters. And it right. just kind of trickles that data over to that extra external drive. Yeah. But it is during the restore process that you're going to notice that it's a... Right. And just one other thing, Lou, you brought up, you know, 80% full and why the Mac people would tell you that that is, you know, peel some stuff off. So it's like telling me that if my trunk in my car is 80% full, I can't still go 65? No. <laughs> I still can. Depends how many bodies you have in it. Ah, never. No bodies. No. Um, no, that's the thing, right? So well, I don't know why these tech, these geeks do this. The right solution is what Dennis just described to you. Go get a full bo- full board SSD, one or two terabyte drive. Mm-hmm. Pop that sucker in there. Restore your operating system, and now you're going to be all set. The hybrid drives. We were all excited about hybrid drives when we were when they were out. We're like, oh wow, we get a portion of of the drive being solid state. The rest of it's spinning. We're going to get all the benefits of solid state for a fast boot. It it mislearns itself, and Dennis described it in a much better way than I'm going to. But it kind of mislearns and doesn't understand what you're doing, and it gets into a rut. And just performs poorly after a time. Some of them work okay though too. There's hundreds of thousands of them out there these days. Right. How much? How much is a new if SSD? Well, if you bought it for a PC, it wouldn't be too bad. I have no idea about Mac. It's the same price. Is it the same price? Or good news? Yeah. So you just go online and get an upgrade. Uh, I would tell you to get it through Apple though, right, Dennis? Uh, no, I no? don't think you need to. Okay. I guess it's you're you're good to go. Um, all right. Yeah, All right. there there is know. a process to go through to do it, and we can post an article oh, about nice. it from Apple to export. Yeah. yeah. All right, Lou. All right. Hey, thanks very much. You're very welcome, sir. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Hopefully, we'll help you out, too. Nancy and John, hang on. Three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. We are broadcasting live over at the old Facebook pages. There's Zuckerberg, if he deems it, if he deems it worthy... Well, you know what? It's in our page. I don't care if he deems it worthy. It's in our actual uh, Computer Talk with Tab forum, and it's going to be there for you. Uh, just if you uh, are a member of our forum, you can reshare it out if you want, but then we'll be able to get to it because you have to be part of our forum to see it. Um, so get online there. And, of course, everything we've talked about today has been posted over at ComputerTalkWithTab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.